Thank you for supporting Daily Tech Headlines directly. Now begins your ad-free episode. These are the Daily Tech Headlines for Friday, September 4th, 2020. I'm Rich Straffolino. TikTok announced a new feature called Stitch, which lets users sample clips from other users in their posts. Clips are limited to five seconds, and the video's original creator can choose to allow their videos to be used by default or set for each video. Stitches will carry a video credit and link back to the original video. Users can stitch videos to their feeds by selecting the Send To button and editing the clip they want to share. In a blog post, Facebook formally codified its policy on third-party vulnerability disclosures. Under the new policy, Facebook says that when third-party critical bugs or security vulnerabilities are found, it will give developers 21 days to respond and 90 days to fix the issues. The company says it will make good-faith efforts to report the bugs appropriately to third parties, but reserves the right to disclose sooner if a vulnerability is being actively exploited. Along with the policy change, Facebook says it will disclose its own patched vulnerabilities. As part of this, the company published details on six recently patched WhatsApp vulnerabilities, five of which were patched the same day they were discovered, and none of which showed evidence of being exploited. Apple told the information it has pushed back its change in device ID collection until 2021 to give developers more time to adapt. Apple announced at WWDC that in iOS 14, it would start requiring users to opt in to sharing their device ID for tracking purposes like advertising. Facebook recently told its ad customers it might have to stop operating its audience network product on iOS as a result of the change. Japan's antitrust regulator said that in the wake of the ongoing legal dispute between Epic Games and Apple, it will take a closer look at Apple's App Store policies for any potential violations. According to sources speaking to Bloomberg, several Japanese game studios have concerns about the App Store outside of Apple's 30% commission, including inconsistent enforcement of guidelines, unpredictable content decisions, and lapses in communication. Google has partnered with fellow Alphabet company DeepMind to improve arrival time estimates in Google Maps. Google says it's been 97% accurate using historical and current traffic conditions, but DeepMind helped improve accuracy by predicting future traffic conditions using a graphic neural network. Google says it's improved ETAs by up to 50%, even predicting traffic jams before they form. Oculus has temporarily paused sales in Germany, telling German news site Hesse Online it was a proactive measure as part of its talks with German authorities. Facebook recently announced it would begin requiring the use of a Facebook account to log into Oculus services, which may have been the subject of any talks. Russian search giant Yandex announced it was spinning out its self-driving unit from MLUBV, a joint venture with Uber focused on ride-hailing and food delivery. The company said it would invest $150 million in the new business, building on its existing $65 million in investments it spent to date. After the spin-out, Uber will own 19% of the business, with Yandex and its subsidiaries owning the rest. The self-driving car unit currently has a testing fleet of 130 vehicles across Russia, Israel, and the U.S., collectively clocking up to 4 million autonomous miles so far. Uber announced it will allow users in the U.K. to rent cars through its app in partnership with the car rental company Car Trawler. A new Uber rent option will be added to the mobile app, and users can select available cars, a rental date, and pickup locations. The company said that while users can choose to make a booking just before picking up a vehicle, it encourages users to make reservations at least 24 hours in advance. Uber has trialed similar services in Australia and France and currently offers car rentals to its drivers in the U.S. in partnership with GetAround. 
Huawei's Honor brand announced a bunch of new products at IFA Berlin. First up is the ruggedized Watch GS Pro, which comes with a 1.39-inch round OLED display and the Kirin A1 chipset, with Honor claiming it meets 14 of the U.S. military's MIL standard 810G procurement standards for withstanding extreme temperatures, humidity, rain, sand, and pressure. It offers heart rate, blood oxygen, sleep and stress monitoring, supports GPS and GLONASS with an integrated routeback mode to help users retrace their steps. Battery life is rated at 100 hours while in workout mode or 48 hours with GPS on. It's available September 7th for €249. Then there's the Honor Watch ES, a more style-focused watch with a 1.64-inch rectangular OLED display, offering heart rate, blood oxygen, sleep, stress, and menstrual cycle tracking. Battery life is rated at a maximum of 10 days, and it's included with 95 workout modes. The Watch ES will ship September 7th as well for €99. Both watches will run Huawei's LightOS. Honor also announced the MagicBook 14 and 15 and the MagicBook Pro laptops. The MagicBook 14 and 15 offer AMD Ryzen 5 4500U CPUs paired with either 8 or 16 gigabytes of RAM and 256 or 512 gigabytes of NVMe storage with either a 14 or 15.6 inch display as their name suggests. The MagicBook Pro, meanwhile, offers a more powerful Ryzen 5 4600H CPU, 16 gigabytes of RAM, 512 gigabytes of storage, and a bigger 16.1 inch display. The MagicBook Pro comes out September 7th for €899. Euros. The MagicBook 14 is out September 21st, starting at €749. Euros. And the MagicBook 15 is out in October for €699. Euros. And finally, T-Mobile announced the Project 10 Million, which aims to provide school districts with free wireless hotspots, up to 100 gigabytes per year of free high-speed data, and access to at-cost tablets and laptops for students. T-Mobile committed $10.7 billion to the initiative over the next five years and will allocate a total value of $500 per student household. School districts must apply with T-Mobile to be enrolled in the program. Remember, for more discussion of the tech news of the day, subscribe to Daily Tech News Show at dailytechnewsshow.com. And remember to rate and review Daily Tech Headlines wherever you get your podcast. Thanks for listening. We'll talk to you next time. And from all of us here at Daily Tech Headlines, remember, have a super sparkly day.